Hi guys, my name is Idris Aindi. I'm a visual designer, content creator, and the host of the Innovate Show. The Innovate Show is a podcast designed to help young people break into tech, marketing, and product development. And on today's episode, I have... Hi everyone, it's Shifumi from Collab on the Innovate Show. Looking forward to chatting. Yes, I have Shifumi Oshinaiki, who is previously a product manager at Microsoft and Apple, and is the co-founder of Collab. She's also the author of How to Products, a book on transitioning into product management from outside the industry. On this episode, yes, we're going to discuss about product management, and he also talked about his book, his experience, and some challenges that he faced while trying to break into the space. My discussion with Shifumi started with me trying to understand how he was able to develop his interest in product management and what were some of his early experience. This discussion was very interesting because Shifumi narrated how he was able to intern with Apple and how he had already had the intention to work with Apple four years prior back. So I find this discussion to be very interesting. I want to say thank you very much for like giving me the opportunity to interview you. Um, so some couple of months back, I was doing like a little bit of research about some product leaders. Um, so I was preparing some case studies for my personal portfolio. So I, your name popped up and like you were part of my initial list of people to interview for the podcast. And it's really, good, it's really awesome to have you on the show. So I just want to say thank you very much. And I feel honored to have you. Well, thank, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I'm looking forward to um answering any questions you might have or chatting about anything you'd like to chat about okay that's fantastic uh, the innovate show is a podcast that um that helps people to learn about tech marketing and product development so um if you would like to give a little bit background about yourself for people who don't know you how i would like i'd like you to introduce yourself to them to the audience okay cool uh, hi everyone, my name is Shifumi Oshinaike. Um, I originally went to school for electrical engineering, um, but sometime while I was like completing my program or during my program, I kind of had a pivot in between, uh, which is when I just decided to take a chance and work on a startup of my own. Well, a project, but I called it a startup at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and that was kind of like my first time doing any form of uh, software development uh, with a team of people. And I really enjoyed that experience because, you know, I firsthand saw what it was like to, you know, just come up with an idea and take it through every step of, you know, validating, designing and developing it up until releasing it. And I really wanted to have similar experiences, which is when I learned about product management. So at that time, I made it sort of like my goal that, you know, I need to be a product manager and, you know, I did every single thing that I could. And I guess, yeah, fast forward today, um, I, I am a product manager um, and I've also written a book on how to transition into product management. And, you know, I've also recently started an initiative with my co-founder, Helen, to help people get into tech. Um, but this is not just for product management, but for, you know, uh, software developers and UX designers as well. But yeah, that's a little bit about me. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, so... I, one thing um, that I, can, I find interesting with your story is that like you've worked for a lot of companies, you work for companies like Apple. So I want to know like, what was this project management? What did you see in project management that allowed you know that, okay, project management is for me? I'm sorry, I just want to make a clear distinction. It's product management, not project oh, management. Sorry. Um, no, no, it's okay. I, I think it's, it's a fair uh, 
misconception that a lot of people have people think it's the same um but usually i like to clarify that you know it's it's very different there's some aspects of project management in product management but they're not the same um but yeah but to answer your question uh apple i think uh fun fact i think the first the first year when i was in university um so it was back in 2012, you know, I was telling my friends and my lab partners that, wow, like, wouldn't it be cool to get a job mm-hmm. at Apple? <laughs> and, you know, because when we're applying for like internships, I was like, damn, you know, Apple is like the best company in the world. Like, <laughs> that would be my dream to wow. to work, work at it. And, you know, I think it was five years after that, well, four years after that, um, that's when I got got the job and honestly it was it was a surreal experience even just working there like a lot of the times like I will literally just be working and it will hit me they're like yo bro yeah Apple <laughs> and I was like oh, <laughs> what I'm doing for a second I'll be like yeah wow that's actually crazy <laughs> um but yeah it was it was a great experience you know it's a fantastic company I think I've learned a lot about you know what it means to deliver world-class products like you can see it in every single thing that they do and I was very privileged to have that experience especially like working on the iPhone when I was there I was on iPhone props um supporting the launch of the iPhone 7 and 7 plus and you just see the amount of effort that goes into it so it's it's incomparable like I don't think any other company that I've at least that I've been to has that same bar of quality user experience and you know everything that they want to put into their products to keep our conversation much more personal I talked with Shefomi about his Nigerian culture and his Nigerian background I wanted to know if he's still being referred to as a Nigerian okay um let, I want to shift a bit to more of your personal side. So let's leave products. Um, let's talk about you being a Nigerian and like how has it been, like have you been to Nigeria and how do you connect to the Nigerian culture? I actually just came back from Nigeria like wow. a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, I do identify as Nigerian and anything else usually. Anytime I want to ask me where I'm from, I usually say Nigeria. Um, okay. I, yeah, I honestly just came to, so I live in Canada. Um, I just came to Canada for school. I think my plan mm-hmm. was always to move back, but I mean, as life, you know, sometimes <laughs> brings you different curveballs. I have remained despite telling myself I would go back. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still very much like try. I try to be in tune with like what's going on back, especially in the tech community. I, I have a lot of people who I'm connected with to see all the cool things that are happening. Um, okay. So it's, it's quite inspiring seeing, you know, the, the amount of talent. I think we have so much talent, like, back home. Um, even just from the, the few people who I've connected with, uh, building different things. I think it's, it's, it's super inspiring to see what's coming out of, you know, the different tech hubs. So I'm very, very excited. I, I do want to work on projects with people. Uh, but when I, when I get some time, I think it's, like, kind of, it's it's been something that I've been thinking about for a while. I'm trying to like connect with different people um, to actually make stuff happen and make stuff for not just for Nigeria but for Africa for the continent. So you know, I'm hoping I'm more intentional about that in 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 the future and just you know doing other things. I think it'll be fun, you know, being able to like go back and like work on projects back home. I think that that would be super cool. So I'm, I'm excited for one day getting such an opportunity. 
at the core of our conversation, Shefumi discussed about how people with technical and non-technical background could transition into product management and what the transition process looks like. I reached out to my audience, like immediately I was going to, immediately you replied my email, I was like, okay, I was going to reach out to my audience to get some questions about people who know you and people like who would like to ask questions from you. And like the most common question that a lot of people sent to me was like, well, a lot of people were like, how can someone trans how can someone transition from a technical background to they're into software development? How can they transition from a technical background like software development or design into product man into product management? Yeah, um, that's a very, very good question. I get I get that question very frequently. I guess that's like the most frequent question I get, like how to transition into product management. And um, so I'll answer that question in two ways. So I think for your audience, they mentioned for technical people. I actually think those who are technical have so like they have a much better chance and a much better um um sorry, I'm trying to find the right words. They have I think they are set up much better for the transition because if you really think about it with product management, what people struggle with the most is the technical aspect. And my technical aspect, I mean, like, you know, what does it feel like to work with engineers? Because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck because product management is about, you know, really understanding the customer problem. When you understand that customer problem, can you pair that problem with a business opportunity um, from solving it? And then can you then work with your team, which is like either like a designer or a developer to come up with solutions and then actually create it using like an agile practice that's pretty much what product management is you're picking a problem you're finding a solution and you're shipping it with people so usually people struggle with you know um if i'm thinking about an idea or a solution is it technically feasible you know can the develop development team actually work on it so that's what a lot of people struggle with so if you're technical what i'll say is try and build you know your your customer like kind of like your customer skills I like if I if if I if I try to like put that properly <laughs> to words like you know spend more time on what's technical and spend less time on more tech on what's technical and then spend more time you know trying to really understand what people do and why people do them you know uh because if, if you if you know how to code if you know how to build stuff when you accurately understand what a problem like understand the problems that people are asking you, you can easily translate that into a solution because you know how it works technically. Yeah, perhaps familiar with the code base or even at the very least, you know what's possible and what's not possible. So, you know, your head is not going to be in the clouds and be like, oh no, this is the solution. Meanwhile, you know, your dev team tells you it'll take like three years to build. And you're like, oh wow, that's kind of underwhelming. <laughs> um, so really taking a step back and say, you know, how can you, you know, improve your design skills, improve, you know, your discovery skills like discovery is such an important part of product management that i feel like a, a lot of us don't talk about because i think it's left for the senior folks and discovery is really you know trying to pick figure out what problems customers are really experiencing because there's sometimes you're working on 
projects or products and you realize that like you know if you ask your customers hey you know is there anything that you can improve with this they're like wow this this product is perfect right but it really takes Uh someone to really fish out what's like important and what's not important to find ways to continue to improve your product because you need to constantly find ways and be creative to you know solve the problems that they have like what are the major complaints what are their you know what are the painkillers and what are the vitamins so if you're technical i'll say like you know, take a step back, go out and talk to customers. Like usually a lot of the, a lot of times I tell people, if you want to be a a good product manager, whether you're technical or non-technical, I think it starts with a customer. You really need to understand who they are, what they do, and most importantly, why they do things. If you really understand that why, I think that that should lead anything that you do. Um, So I'll say like, if you're if you're technical, trying to move into product, focus on your customers. If you're non-technical and you're trying to move into product management, you feel you have all the skills, you understand customer discovery, you understand how to figure out problems, then I would say, you know, do what you can to know how to problem solve and ask the right questions because if you're lacking some technical skills like you've never coded before if you don't really know how software is built uh, eventually you'll learn so don't think that that's a blocker but what you need to do is learn how to ask important questions you know you if you have a team working with you it's easy to ask the development team or the engineering managers or the designers like specific questions that would really give you clues and data that you can use to you know make a sound decision because you might not know everything that's happening behind the scenes or everything that's you know um that's working or all the you know the back end the architecture the different apis but being able to kind of like narrow things down break things down into systems or puzzles and know how they fit in, fit with each other i think that will really help you a long way and help you bridge that you know non-technical to technical gap that that you might have so usually that's what i tell people um with regards to transitioning so i, I hope i was able to answer that question <laughs> Um, I, like perfectly. Um, one thing I actually even learned is that, like, for technical people, I think what you were trying to focus on was that, okay, you guys already have like background knowledge, so it's going to be a little bit easier for you to break into product manager, product management. And then for non-technical people, like the more thing is just to emphasize on their non-technical background, like the technical things can be learned. So I think like your answer it's quite very helpful. Yeah, definitely. And sorry, sorry, if I could add one more thing, you know, for non-technical people, even and for technical people too, one thing that I always advise is, you know, if you're, whether you're job hunting or you're trying to just, you know, break it in, I recommend working on a project. So if you're, if you're technical, obviously you can build something, but it's not just about building, you know, some random project or product that you have an idea that you have an idea of. I think it's about taking the time to, say, do you know what, what the customers have, like what, what are customers complaining about? Or, you know, where did this idea come from? Why are you building this? And then going through that process of validating it and, you know, designing it and, and developing it into something. I think like that's that, if you're approaching things from that angle, you don't just have an idea and you build it, but you find a customer problem and you solve it. And you can actually pinpoint the customers who you solved that problem for and they're using your product. I think that's extremely valuable. Um, both for technical and non-technical folks, and then that will really help, you know, okay, so that, you know improve your skills. Yeah, okay, sorry, so what ahead. you're saying is like, we should build and ship. We should just build and ship, identify a problem and just build and then ship the product. Yeah, yes. 
Okay, one thing I act like looking at your background, like when I was going through your website, like I saw a lot of times that you did a lot of personal project, like you just um just identify like the tax management app that you did. Like I doesn't see just identifying an app, like it's a problem in the community back then, and you just build a product to um solve that um to solve that problem and that like added to your personal portfolio. So I, I was hoping like if you could share a personal experience of how, when you had to like implement this, um, like when you, when you put this into practice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, that's a good question. And, you know, I guess in, like similar to like what I was just saying, it actually started from identifying a problem. So it was a problem that I experienced while I was in school, you know, um, where we did mention earlier, I was from Nigeria. So I recently transitioned into Canada and, you know, it was really tough, you know, making like, getting the same grades that I used to get, you know, from back home, you know, and even from my, for my other friends, whether Canadian or non-Canadian, a lot of them, you know, really struggled with our first year of university. So I wanted to solve that problem because, you know, I saw some of my friends, you know, struggle or have to repeat the class or fail out of university. So that was the problem. Like, Hey, you know, how can we make it easy for people to, like how can we make it easy for people to, you know, succeed in the things that they do? You know, and then I started talking to customers and then I learned that, you know, people didn't know how to manage their time. They had a lot of courses, they had a lot of coursework, they had a lot of things going on, but they couldn't manage their time. So I decided to, you know, create a time management tool for students to improve and enhance their productivity. Um and that was my way of saying, you know what, I, my hypothesis of like, if I do this product, you know, I guess it can help people. Um, and pretty much, yeah, that, that's kind of like what I did. And, and yeah, I, I built a team of people, like most of them were my friends. Like I didn't have any money. It was just like pitching them this vision of like, hey, you know, it's, it's going to be great. We're going to like help people. And yeah, we, 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 together, we built like an Android and an iOS app, you know, in four months Fantastic. and, you know, we, we shipped it and yeah, it's, it was, it was interesting just going through that experience, honestly. Yeah. Super grateful for that. The next conversation I had with Chevumi was about day-to-day life of a product manager and some of the activities that a product manager is expected to do. If you enjoyed this episode and would love to listen to more conversations like this, you can visit the Innovate Show.dsha.page. The Innovate is spelled E-N-U-V-8. So I want to talk about your day-to-day life as a product manager. Um, so I want you to like relate how you go about managing, um, how you go about managing the designers, the developers, and also the stakeholders at your current um, role now. Yeah, that's a good question. So I'm currently a product manager at a company called Copper. Uh, they're based out of SF, like San Francisco, but I work remotely here in Toronto. Um, okay. So I'm a product manager on the uh, Google Stroke Integrations team. So I manage a lot of our partnerships with Google and some of our integrations with our other partners. So uh, my typical day is, you know, obviously usually starts with stand-up, <laughs> <laughs> um just kind of like depend, yeah depending on the, what like what stage the project is at um see how the team is doing you know catch up on what's happening what's blocking but even before that a lot of times it's you know with discovery like i try to read a lot about what's going on in our uh, with our customers we have our community forum where people post different you know feature requests ideas you know i sometimes um hop on the phone talk with them 
uh, to try and really just understand the different pain points because, you know, sometimes it's not all about like the loudest voice saying, hey, this is bad or I need this fixed, but it's about really understanding like what do people really want to use different things for? And then from there, like I find different opportunities or different things that I think we can improve about our product. I usually like do more research, write a spec, and then you st- I start like pitching it inside, pitching it to my manager or pitching it to other people. And then, you know, working with the des- working with the designer. Like, I think it's all about influence. Right? If I think a problem is important enough, I need to make sure other people understand how important it is. So, you know, I reach out to our, my, you know, the designer who I work with and, you know, pitch him on, you know, like whatever problem we do different brainstorming sessions and think about what possible solutions that are there. And then I kind of like shove that around to get resources and whatever. And then once a project is approved, that's when I go through the day-to-day of like, okay, now that's approved, how do we technically scope it? You know, we come up with an architecture diagram to make sure like it's solid and we understand how long it's going to take. And then it's just like the day-to-day of, you know, where we are, how we're building things, any blockers that come up, you know, making decisions on whatever compromises that we have to make with like scope, quality, and time. Um, so pretty much that's, that's a lot of like the stuff that I do ranging from talking to customers, you know, to writing specs, to doing design sessions or workshops to brainstorm different things um, to, you know, finding resources. Sometimes you actually have to, um, and then doing the day-to-day, you know, stand-ups, retros, planning towards like making sure we get to uh, our goal of like shipping a product. Okay, that's fantastic. And um, I, I want to ask a follow-up question because you speak about resources and maybe I'll just make it a two-way question. So a two-way question. So how do you, when you are starting out in product managers, I want to first ask like how are you able to build your experience since like, uh, I know like you talked about you working on personal projects, but like how are you able to get some of these um, internship opportunities that you had? And like what resources were you also using to learn? And even your current job, what resources do you also use as well? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I want to clarify by resources. I mean, um, like in the company when I'm fighting for resources, resources we usually um use like a team. Like if you're trying to get a team to work with you, those are resources. Unfortunately, I actually don't like the terminology that <laughs> you refer to people as resources, but sometimes it's it's just general for when you when you when you're looking for buying and you're looking to get, you know, because resources cost money. Right. So it's like if you want a team to work on a project for three months, like the cost of that project is the cost of those people's salaries for those three months. So you need to be able to make sure like that's worth it. So that's what I mean by resource. But to your point of like other resources that I used to learn, um, I think like back, you know, back when I was trying, I think I was reading a lot of like medium articles. reading a lot more medium articles on like, hey, you know, what is product management? How do you break in? I actually used to go to a lot of like meetups. So, you know, some companies would have different, you know, meetup groups where they'll talk about different things. And I will sit there with my notebook trying to like digest every single thing that they say. Um, so I can like learn by myself. I also read a lot of books. So um, Intercom is this fantastic company that they wrote a lot of books about product management and customer development, you know, um, marketing, branding, 
Um, so I read all of the intercom books. So just, oh. you know, and also they have one on like starting up. So I really, really enjoyed reading those. They were very quick reads. You can read them in like two hours or less. So I used to like read a lot of those things. You know, I used to watch a lot of videos. I used to read a lot, read a lot of like TechCrunch blog posts, like what are different startups working on? So I think that was like what gave me um, not just motivation, but like different clues on like how to be a decent product manager. Um, but of course, I, I personally don't think you learn until you ship. So I think a lot of my experience has come from like, you know, shipping stuff and failing sometimes, you know, there are times where like, you know, ship something, things don't quite work well, things blow up and, you know, you learn about, you know, the different decisions that could be better. And, you know, early on in my career, I've made a lot of mistakes and then I've learned from those mistakes so I don't make them anymore. So pretty mm-hmm. much that's, that's the job. But I, you know, I take every opportunity or any product that I'm working on to learn. And, you know, I try to be very self-aware of the things that I could have done to be better. And then I, I, I implement those things in my, in my newer projects. If you've been listening to the conversation so far, I want to say thank you. The next conversation I had with Shifumi was about some of the challenges of breaking into product management and some key lessons and advice for anyone that is trying to go into that space. But if there's like a major lesson like you like to share to people that are looking to go into product management, like what would that lesson be? Like that major lesson, when you look back in your experience so far, um, like what lesson can people point that look, a lot of people can learn a lot from that particular lesson when you're going into product management. Yeah, um, I guess going in, the biggest lesson that you learn is it's, it's, it's going to be a big challenge. Like you're going to hear no a lot. Um, I think that happened with me. Like I think sometimes I tell people that like, oh yeah, even with Microsoft and Apple on my resume, like so many people told me no. And wow. it was a shocker at first. I was like, ah, you know, like been to all these places, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, but I think it was a reality check, you know, knowing that product management is a very, very challenging discipline to get into, not to discourage anyone, but if you really take a second to look at it and understand why, like you're in charge of, like I said earlier, resources, right? Resources cost tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, or if you're trying to like build a project, you know, so someone you know, in a company is entrusting you with their precious resources to build the right thing. So they can't just give that to anyone. So you're going to have to prove yourself. And even though you think like, you know, you're great, you know what you're talking about, you know, still go back to the drawing board and figure out ways that you can learn how you can improve yourself and how you can give yourself a competitive advantage. It's, it's, not going to be a work in the park. You're going to be, you know, challenged in many ways, but anything you don't know in any interview, you know, write it down, you know, learn it, try and figure out how to, you know, solve whatever problem, whether it's a behavioral or a thought leadership question or a design question uh, or data question, just like keep learning. And I think that that's the most important thing that product managers have to do is just keep learning. You can't tell yourself that, oh yeah, you've peaked or you know everything about product management. Like there are different ways and different challenges that different teams or different problems or different projects will bring. So having that open mind and taking things from a beginner's, um, you know, 
mindset would really help you know set you apart because you're open to you know whatever opportunities is gonna get you to to your next destination so i would say like that that that's like my biggest challenge and that's my biggest advice to overcome some of those challenges this is the final lap and to end chifumi discussed about his book how to product and some of the best ways you can connect with him on social media um, I wanted to, you to I wanted you to speak a little bit about your book, How to Product. So I don't know if you like want to share anything about the book. I know it's a book that helps people know about product management. I've checked out your YouTube page and I've read also your Medium articles, the summary and the 15 minute summary as well. So I don't know if you want to share anything about um, the book as well before we close. Yeah. So um, How to Product is a book. So I think when I got into product management, I got asked, you know, the same three questions, which was, you know, how did I get into product management? Um, what, were, what was my typical day like? And, you know, any advice that I had for aspiring product managers? So I got asked that question, you know, dozens of times. Um, and I really wanted to answer it in, in a way that would, you know, help more people. So I decided to interview different folks who, have, um, who, who recently transitioned to product management from like outside the industry. So I interviewed 40 product managers from different companies, such as like Coursera, you know, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Shopify, different places, um, and then learned about their transition. And then I wrote a book on 25 of those stories. So that's what How to Product is, which is essentially also part of another initiative that we're working on called Colab, which is um, essentially a program to help people gain that practical product development experience that you need to succeed in the workplace so how to product is an extension of collab um so you know it's it's super exciting to see the amount of the things that people are doing and you know the different stories inspiring stories of people getting into tech so i think that that's kind of like you know our mission to you know help folks get into tech um we're doing that with collab and how to product so if you want more information you know go to you know join collab.io that's where you pretty much have a lot of information about Collab itself and how to product. Um, feel free to follow us on Twitter as well. It's joincollab underscore IO on Twitter or Instagram. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're super excited about what we're building and, and the folks that are helping get into tech. Okay, that's fantastic. So if people want to reach out to you, connect with you, what's the best way? Um, I know you're very social. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm active on twitter um so shifumi ashi so if anyone wants to like you know i try to like you know tweet regularly about not just stuff that i'm doing but also some of my challenges um and i want to start tweeting more and more about product management so i have I have a couple of things that i'm working on that i'll be sharing soon so at shifumi ashi um that would be the best way to reach out to me or on linkedin but on twitter as well thank you for listening so far i hope you're able to pick one or two things from this episode as i also had the opportunity to learn a lot from shifumi if you like the show and would like to support us you can follow us on our instagram page at the innovate show and you can also visit our website at the innovate show.disha.page another way you can support the show is sharing this episode with your friends and also leaving a review for the show on whatever streaming platform you're listening from 